You are now listening to the best show in the universe. The Anthony Rogers Show. You probably wish that this was your show. But it's not. It's the Anthony Rogers Show. Tell all of your friends to listen to this show. Uplift, plant, protein power, get it. Link in the description. Bam. Also try this hot cocoa from Uplift. Oh, I forgot to tell you, cocoa beans, ashwanda root, maca root, a bunch of leaves and ginseng. And just try it. You're going to love it. Get them both. Get uplifted. Dude, honestly, sometimes I'm mixing together for results with protein and a bunch of like ginseng and like cocoa and stuff like Mm. And use our pro, uh, promo code LEGENDARY. Try yourself. Hey, it's about time we had this conversation. Have you been a beard like this? Or close to this? Or even half as good? Use luxurious bastard beard oil. Promo code LEGENDARY for a discount. And step your game up. If you'd like to see me and my friends do comedy this month, the Renegades of Comedy are in... Jackson, April 22nd at Stooges Restaurant. Come see us. April 28th at Bristigo Coffee Company in Osage Beach. The 29th at Marty Bird's on Bagnell Dam, Lake of the Ozarks, 6 p.m. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Um, I think I got banned from Facebook already just now. I'm getting like a bunch of notifications. <laughs> but um, if you're watching other it's things, it's Tuesday. Uh, yeah, it's, it's another uh, big show today. Um, we, we have a guest um, in a band that you've probably seen and listened to. And uh, Sean, I think you've torn, you're torn with him sometimes. Um, we have uh, Jaren from uh, several bands, but we'll, uh, we'll stay tantric in this case. Like, how are you doing, man? Great, man. Great. I'm uh, typing in my legendary promo code right now to get some uh, beard stuff going. Yeah, yeah you got to make your nickels where you can. You know, you got to make, uh, gotta make the sure. nickels. <laughs> you got to grow it out. Are you, are you planning on growing the beard out? I mean, uh, it gets like a little stubbly, but nothing crazy. I don't have uh, the game like you guys. You guys are established gentlemen. <laughs> you know, it threw me off when I first met Shawnee. He had like a giant beard, too. It, was, like, it threw me off, actually. I, I didn't expect that. Well, I mean, giant is, I don't know if that's the right term because, you know, yours is like down to your waist, but it's, mine's, mine's going all right. Yeah, yours is thick now, man. It's like really become that thing of its own. That's true. It's, Different so, um... it's, it's, it's convenient to just not shave. I mean, it's like shaving is, is and shaving and, ju and just like uh, trimming. Man, that's fucking annoying. Yeah. So. I mean, I'm, I, I'm just a lazy person. So when it comes to that, sorry, I'm not lazy in in some aspects, but that that in particular, you know, it's bores the shit out of me. Lazy turns to style. That's right. That's right. Anthony yeah. probably has a similar thing going on. I don't know what his motivation is, but he seems <laughs> he seems lazy to me too. 
I'm posting it from YouTube now because it looks like Facebook went down. I just uh, I got locked out of my Facebook account. What it's saying? He goes, "We locked you out of your account for your protection." <laughs> you're well, about to, you're about to harm yourself digitally. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for limiting my spam campaign. Like, <laughs> it really helped me. Like, it really helped spans me. for life account is trying to access your bank account. That's strange. <laughs> Dude, what what did what if we said this episode to to occur incur something like that? I mean, so far it's just been a, an ad for a beard oil. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and vegan protein powder. Like there's been, and uh, you think the protein powder did it? That's what did it. Yeah, it's like you can't have a healthy um, audience listening to music. So that right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't know. It is weird. Like Facebook's like the thing I have like my neighbors on and shit. You know what I mean? Like it's not like a real thing. It's just, you know, and it's like banning you from it. Like, you can't do this. But I'll... I actually wrote questions for this interview. This is, the first, this is the first interview I've ever written questions for. Usually I just bullshit the whole thing. So I'm going to. Uh... Questions? <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm surprised yeah. to hear that. Yeah, actually, uh, speaking, of, speaking of not being lazy for once, like, usually I just, like, I think I just wouldn't do this. But um, are you, I heard you say in an interview earlier, like, I heard you say something about Missouri. Are you from Missouri or did you live in Missouri? Um, my girlfriend lives in Springfield, so I spend about half of my time there. I thought I heard you say, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, I was watching that. Like, uh, I was yeah. watching every interview you ever did, so I, knew, <laughs> I, so I knew how to say your last name. I'm like, how the fuck do you say this? <laughs> I know what ever gets it right. Ever I, actually, I don't think I've ever heard it. It spoke, how is it pronounced? Galino. Oh, that, that, that makes sense. Proper East Coast Italian, you know. Galino. Dude, so you're, uh, you're from Philly originally? I'm from Jersey, but my family's split up between uh, Jersey and Philly now. So uh, I kind of juggle time between both when I come visit. Cool, man. That's awesome. You, you always gain points with Anthony if you have anything to do with Missouri. He he thinks Missouri is like the greatest. He, he calls it, what is it, God's favorite state? It is God's favorite state. Yeah, like 200 years in a row almost, yeah. Him, him and I get into these text message arguments about uh, – about the differences between Missouri and Arkansas, as if there are any, you know, it's they're pretty, they're pretty much the same state. Yeah, but, but he really no has this. No way. No he way. has this Missouri like ego thing going on of like Missouri's just like the, the fucking greatest. That, you know. You don't believe that? They they do have the meth trophy, but what's what's the uh, what's the thing that tips the scale? What what's better about Missouri than Arkansas? Well, I like the done. I like that none of you know anything about it. Like like, like no one watching. You guys don't. Like, like, it's basically like a mystery. Like, people call it like flyover. It's like a mystery to most people. You guys are traveled musicians, so you've been here a million times. So, like, that's a bad example. But like, fucking, like, like most people have no idea what goes on in Missouri. It's like a beautiful forest. Has like Lake of the Ozarks. Has mountains. Has fucking like St. Louis food. You know. You know. It's like a, I, I'd rather get shot in St. Louis than live anywhere else. You know. That's, that's how I feel about that. Uh, hey, you have a good chance of pulling that one off too. Yeah. At least it'll be authentic. Yeah. That's right. But Arkansas is not a real state. I feel like it's like it's like almost as bad as Kansas, but not quite as bad. Like, it's like you know, it's, it's like uh, it's like Kansas with more hillbillies or something. If, yeah. if you if you've ever have you ever been to Kansas? Oh, dude, yeah, you can see forever and not want to. You know, you're just like, yeah, oh, it, there's, it's nothing like Arkansas. They have the the, the, that's the, why the thing they have is the, is the name. The name is the is it's almost close. as bad. I said it was, I didn't say it was as bad. It's almost as bad as Kansas. Like I feel like anyway, like not. Like, I think Little Rock just, has two towers. Little Rock has two towers, bro. Like, it's not a real town. It's not a, two towers. My whole town has a, more towers. I don't know. Is that supposed to be an insult to, to Arkansas? 
Little Rock. I don't Rock know. State. I, just, I don't know state. But it's not an established state of the union. You know, it's how I feel. Well, I agree with you on the on the positives that, that you mentioned about about Missouri, but uh, Arkansas, Missouri, the terrain is almost identical. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's just the people, man. Like the people are the worst. Like the same right. road crew. They pave the same roads, like gravel. Yeah. yeah, same type of forest, same type of uh, you know the Ozarks. Obviously, spread. I, I actually live in the Ozarks down here, um, but yeah, you know, uh, Little Rock's a kind of a small biggest city in the state nothing nothing like st louis you know we don't have our own fucking baseball team or anything or bread co oh i noticed no i, I noticed right. uh, arkansas is not even close no it's it's crazy it's crazy oh where are you from? uh jersey's like uh everybody's from new jersey too don't they like new york city's like what the fuck's even new jersey doing anyway, that's like what arkansas is in missouri is. it's like the it's like the new jersey of like of like this side of like the u.s we're the armpit like, of the Midwest. Yeah, we're just like we're like fuck that place. You know, I wouldn't even if I drove through it, I'd sleep through it. You know, I would if someone drove through it, I, I'd be like if my if I had to go through that state to get to a better state, I'd fucking sleep through it. That's what I'm saying. Are you compare? Are you comparing Missouri to New York City in this? I'm in saying this, it's just uh, better. New York City's like cockroach infested now, but like Missouri's like this like beautiful like Eden like state. You know, Eden like it is. <laughs> I mean, whatever you guys say that you want to make it even, but yeah. Chinese food at churches is uh, Missouri special. No, the city's like a bombed, like fucking third world country. But, like the rest of it's awesome. Like you, like the rest of it's just like, um, like you have like beautiful rivers and all that terrain. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. Missouri's great. I, I, I definitely, I, I like it. But uh, it's, it's just funny to have little arguments with Anthony about, you know, about it because he's, he's just so gung ho. Yeah, I mean it's very New York. I totally get it. It's like pro wrestling. It's just like it's just like talking shit for no reason. It's just, you know, it's just like it is. Like no, by no means is like someone better because they're located in a different place. But it's just like a good razzing, like fucking bullshit thing to argue about. I like, love how just like facts right? about like tantric going on the whole time. We're like like making fun of each other's states. Like this is like it's like did you know that Jaren uh, would, would uh, did this like third grade? Like, <laughs> like, like the bottom is just like <laughs> like the audience is like learning this time. You know, it's like a it's a pop up video, and we don't even need Facebook anymore. Fuck Facebook. You know? Yeah. That's how I feel when you have a Roku TV channel. It's just like, yeah, we're just like, watch this on Roku. I guess you can't, I can't, you can't watch it on Facebook. I guess you have to watch it on fucking TV. I don't know, yeah, you know? Sorry. Jesus Christ. You know, it's like, fuck it. They're scared of you, man. They're scared of what you have to say, Jaren. That's why. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's the reason. Just Jaren. Jaren caused yeah. this. Yeah, sorry. Alex Jones of base. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're worried about you. That's right, dude. They didn't want to hear the heat that, that Jaren was going to bring to this interview. And Yeah, my they, blackmail keeper right here. That's right. Watch out. Kiko Roberto's actually has a great point about Missouri down here right now that they aren't cooperating with the ATF. So that that's actually one of the my favorite things about Missouri is they actually passed a law saying that their state wouldn't comply with any federal gun control, new federal gun control laws that came down. And so uh, you're right, Kiko. That's a uh, that's a good point. Missouri doesn't cooperate with anyone. That's why. That's why I love about it. It's like we're just like fuck you. You know, like, it would be the fuck you state if it wasn't the show me state. Like if it weren't like people that mad about cussing all the time, it would be the it would be like the it would be the fuck you state. Like, it really would. So like, that's a very New York thing. So you're very right on that comparison. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I like New York before like 9/11. You know, I was I was a big fan before like September 11, 2001. You know, when I lost when I lost those towers, it lost me. You know, I'm just like I'm like I, I gotta I gotta focus on other. You know, no soul, man, no soul. Great MP. Yeah, they lost it. It did lose its soul. That day. <laughs> <So funny. laughs> yeah new york's really gone downhill lately too i mean the last yeah. 
the last handful of years here, it's, I mean, my God, dude. I mean, do you guys even play in New York when you go through East Coast? I actually cut out uh, New, New York, Jersey, and uh, uh, Maryland and everything above it because of the insane gun laws. Mm. Um, you know, I mean, you know what it's like out there on tour, dude. We, we go to the worst places, you know, in every town and we're carrying, you know, valuable equipment, cash, um, and, and guarding these from like crackheads everywhere. I mean, we've had like crackheads try to walk up on our vehicle. We've had altercations with promoters. We've had all kinds of things happen. So we, we carry a firearm in our vehicle as a, as a means of self-defense. Sure. And, and I mean, I have my concealed carry in the state of Arkansas, which allows me to actually carry in like 40 of the 50 States. But when you get into like uh, New York, New Jersey, Maryland, uh, and then the West coast three as well, California, Oregon, Washington, um, I, I'd be risking a felony gun charge just just entering those states to, to play a show um, with a with a firearm in the vehicle. So You're probably I, the states you need a firearm the most, anyways. The right, right. So so I just I just cut all those out. I, I haven't played in any of those states since uh, 2018. Yeah, I mean you're not missing much. The, the scene is so strange, and it's like growing up going to shows. It was always great, like metal shows, whatever, would be heavy. But it's like when tantric plays new york city no one's there it's like you know a whole different thing it's it's a bizarre mass of people that don't go out and see rock it's i don't get it dude say i mean same for us you know it's like i mean you know how it goes dude. we 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 run in the same in the yeah. same world so it's like you know the the midwest the south i mean you know that's where rock rock is down everywhere but that's where rock can still survive whereas yeah you know you go play shows in in new york city and and uh california you know portland oregon it's just it's not even worth going yeah I dude, think, portland was rough you, you you get those you get those fans online being like why don't you come here anymore and, and it's like well i mean did you show up to our last yeah. shows there probably not you know i say the same thing yeah it's it's just and then of course in, in in the in the west coast there's all the cities are so spread apart and there's all those mountain ranges and the gas prices are insane shredding your so brakes huh shredding your brakes trying to go down the mountain you know oh yeah yeah so no. there's just there's so many reasons you know but i mean i do miss the you know new york city pizza new jersey pizza you know there there are things about the you know the, the my old Thai food places in LA. There, there's things I miss, but uh, it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Sacrifice. Yep. So sorry, I'm trying to get Facebook back. I, I got Facebook back, but not the not the feed for some reason. People are bitching about it all over. So I had like an event for it on there, so I got pissed. So it's back up. Facebook is, but not the feed for some reason. Trying to figure it out. It's the best uh, one minute and forty three second interview I ever did on Facebook. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's like commenting there, making fun of it. She's like, oh, like over before we began and she's like, but okay. Do I? Wrote, so I did write some questions. I like, go, oh, what? Uh, what was your first like uh, experience with music? Like, <laughs> this is where it gets well, real. You love that question, Sean. That was a, that was a good question. Like, that's a genius question. <laughs> that's a genius. 
I wouldn't say that, but what um um first experience uh you know just uh in terms of music itself just growing up and hearing it you know my dad playing all the old stuff like deep purple and sabbath in the car as a kid and maiden and stuff like that and then uh you know kind of getting older and getting into seeing concerts and seeing friends start to play instruments and and getting all involved with it and that's kind of how it snowballed into uh playing for me was seeing my friends do it and thinking you know like i guess it can't be that hard if this kid's playing slayer drums and he's like 14 like i guess i could do that and that was kind of the uh the turning point for me but uh definitely getting exposed to it at a young age you know um just in the car and stuff i mean that was the spawn of everything that's cool was tantric your first uh national touring gig or, or yeah um there was a band called the charm city devils for a while that were kind of in the later 2000s and i did uh, a couple things with them and that was my first taste of like that bigger level outside of uh you know local playing every place in philly type of thing and uh then tantra came up and uh yeah i mean i'd done some traveling and some touring when i was younger in my teens uh had a thrash band growing up and we would book tours with map quest before gps was a thing and uh you know play basements and warehouses in all crazy places and uh i mean that was that was 17 18 years old so uh, it was a long time. It was like almost 10 years before I joined Tantric and really like, you know, started making money playing music. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was just an opportunity that came knocking like randomly. And, uh, you know, I'm glad it did. It took me a lot of places and helped me meet a lot of people and learn a lot of things. That's right. Dude, it's funny you bring up Charm City Devils. We actually did a run with those guys. Nice. Way back in... Uh... I can't even remember the year, probably 2011 or 12 or 10. Sure. Somewhere in there. Obviously you weren't with them or else I think we'd, we'd remember that, but. Nah, yeah, I sat in, uh, 2013, I was a hinder candle box co-headline type of thing. And charm city was opening a few of the dates. And, uh, I had gotten a call from John Allen, the singer. He's like, Hey, uh, I see you on my friend's Facebook all the time. And you're kind of close to Maryland, you know, could you help us out? And, that was kind of like everything from from kind of the one phase of you know local playing out you know in your little circuit to uh something a little bit bigger and more production and more, a little more pressure yeah that's but, great. Uh, yeah man it was a it was a good uh confidence booster for sure nice funny how those things happen absolutely Do you have any pre uh show rituals uh chug a mountain dew and uh pray for the best <laughs> All right, Sean, do we have pre-show rituals? Uh, eat as hot of chicken as we can possibly find as soon as we're going on stage so that the whole time we're crying in misery. Hot chicken, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, so that's hot chicken is your is your thing, right? That You search that out every everywhere you go, right? I like a good hot chicken place. I mean, I'm not out here trying to claim that I'm, I can take any heat or, you know, whatever. Like, I, I like it hot and I'm down to try, but I like, you know, I like a good flavor and, you know, I like it. I always ask fried hard and extra wet. And, uh, you know, a lot of waitresses don't look at me uh, too well after I say that. But it's true, man. You got to have that well-done crispy chicken, extra sauce dripping. That's my thing. Well, hot, hot chicken's not really about, like, crazy amounts of heat as much as it is just the right, like, mixture of yeah. of flavors and, and textures, right? Yeah. And so so you, I know you, you tried that uh, Uncle Lou's place that we recommended you in Memphis, oh, right? Man. I had dripping down my chin. My girlfriend was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like a slob. 
that that place is so good um you you risk your life going there of course but it's i was thinking that pulling in that parking lot when you were telling me about it, i'm like cool if i next time i go through memphis i'm going and you know i'm looking at the schedule i'm like i'm not going through memphis like at all like ever and then uh i was selling some gear and some kid in memphis was like hey could you meet me to pick up that gear like i would be willing to drive i'm like how about i just come to you so uh, <laughs> a day trip down there just to go to uncle lou's pretty much uh, and, it's uh, worth it though it's so killer so i know you texted me um i think you said top three for you what 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 would what else would you consider top in the top tier for uh hot chicken in the country um honestly the the only other main place that i would swear by is called 400 degrees hot chicken um it's in nashville it's like northwest kind of from the city um and uh i had saw pictures on like instagram i had you know you see like sponsored posts or whatever sometimes i'm like what is that chicken like someday i'm gonna go there and this was years ago and uh i finally had a tour that went through nashville and went and their thing is they do 100 degrees 200 degrees 304 and then anything more than that's like you know you're just asking for it right and uh we stopped there before a show we were playing in nashville and Dude, I, I got 400. I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm getting the namesake. I'm getting it. And I ate it, walked inside to do sound check. And within 20 minutes of eating it and standing there on stage, I, I felt my arm get wet. And I was like, that's weird. I held my arm up like this. It was beads of water just forming all over my whole body. And I just started like profusely dripping everywhere. I had to run to the bathroom and put my head under the faucet. And I literally sat with my arms like this on the toilet of this nasty ass club for like an hour. Like couldn't figure out if I had to shit, throw up, I burp, <laughs> nothing. I just suffered for like an hour. So so that was on the on the extreme heat side. Yeah. But, but was, did the flavor but, come through still in a way that was worth it? It had flavor for sure, but the mistake I made was I didn't get like anything to contrast it. Like I didn't get any one hundred or two hundred just to, you know, know what it was all about. So you know, within a couple of visits, you know, 100, 200, I felt was like the right amount of heat where you could still, you know, not have to take a shower, but also, you know, gives you a little glisten. I gotcha. We're going through uh, Nashville in June, so I'll have to, I'll have to mark that one down. Dude, it's like, they're crazy. They're closed Sunday and Monday, but they're only open 11 to three, but some days they just open because of whatever. The lady at Key that runs it is awesome. And uh, you tell her we sent you in there, dude, she'll hook it up. I mean, it's, you're biting through like it's almost like a cracker you're like this is like tough but like not like you're hurting your mouth it's like the perfect crunch it's uh awesome. got to be triple battered or some shit you know it's crazy nice so i swear by them that's great it's funny how we us touring folk we always it seems like it, we all have our like specific food item or style of food that we like really seek out everywhere we yeah. go and and uh like I, I I love barbecue, so I'm always seeking out the best barbecue and in, in you know, at least south of the Mason Dixon line, because yeah, you yeah. get above that and it's not as good. But um well, except Missouri, Missouri is the exception. It's that um, New York City barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh it, it that, that's definitely one of the funnest things about touring, if you ask me, is finding those that's what I like in Memphis is the barbecue. I think we talked about that a million times, but like I fucking love the ribs down there, bro. Like, I'll fucking eat like every. I mean, I'll eat like four or five different rib places, and then like fucking whatever. I got some oysters. I ate oysters out there for some fucking reason, but but but, but mostly barbecue, you know. Like the rest of them. 
Yeah, Memphis great barbecue spot. Kansas City too is ribs. Oh, yeah, forget it. Ribs galore, man. That that's a long town. Finding those mom and pop spots is always like that, you know, that essential like excitement. You're like, oh hell yeah, I got a new place for my list. But for me, dude, it's like the bat signal for me is the friggin' Whataburger sign. When I see it, I'm like, hell yeah, because there's no Whataburger where I'm from. Dude, have you ever been to the, we just went to the, uh, you know, Whataburger started in Corpus Christi. I didn't know that. And uh, we just went to the, it's not the first Whataburger because the first one was like a shack that closed down. But it's one of the first ones and it's this huge like two-story crazy Whataburger um, right by the by the water in Corpus Christi. You heard about you it. that one? Yeah. No, I've not, I haven't been. I would love to go. We just, we just went there on, on this last run. I was just there like a couple weeks ago. Dude, they, they just introduced the, uh, the Dr. Pepper shake. Oh yeah. Have you had that? Yeah. This is pretty good. Yeah, good. Dude, I don't know what it is about the, the, it's like Dr. Pepper with like the vanilla, the vanilla flavor mixed together. It's, it's, dangerous pretty nice yeah favorite place to eat in indiana from chantel uh probably come and go because indiana what the hell do they know (laughs) dude i I went to like santa claus indiana one time and went to like a wendy's and like my drink had like a drink missing out of it and it's all fucking stupid it's just like i like like, indiana's just like full of juggalos it seems like (laughs) (laughs) that's what it seems like it's a good way to describe it indiana definitely isn't it's not a food. It's not a food mecca. They don't have. <laughs> what kind of mecca is it, Sean? Really? <laughs> it, there's there's like a couple places in Indiana um, that I think I found on like diver di, diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, Chantel. It's it's you know. Yeah. Indiana does have good food. They have the Fago, right? Is that what the joke is? Whoop, whoop. Yup. Raising canes. Gotta have it. If that's the best thing your state has, it's not a state either. You know, like, it might be states worse than Arkansas, I guess. I don't know. We found, we found one. Dude, if you if you had traveled the way that I've traveled, you'd realize there's a lot of worse states in Arkansas. You're, <laughs> I'm just not one of the boring ones. You're I one, but, but there are there are others. Yeah, I always went to like the exciting ones. Like, yeah, I just booked like a Kansas and Iowa and stuff. So I'm like, oh, I got to see that finally. I always just did like the tourist markets, and they're more fun. Like, what, what about what about you, Jim? Where's, where's the best uh, experience you ever had on a tour or whatever, man? Like any, any tour, any of the bands you've been in or whatever? Um, dude, it's hard to pick one, man. You know, I, I, always, I always have fun. You know, it's more like what's the crazy things that happen that make you remember? It's like, you know, the time Hugo showed up to the machine shop with a dead guy in the car, or like you know, just <laughs> stupid stuff like that. You know, I could go on and on. That's just one example. But did that happen? Yeah, dude. Like, uh, can you can you talk? Yeah, about we it? played uh, a machine shop. It was like Halloween of nineteen or something, and it was like us, saliva saving Abel, and uh, trapped maybe, and uh, Hugo. You know, he's always off on his own. He had some buddy. He was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, my buddy's going to drive me in." <laughs> And uh, he showed up and, you know, we were on stage and like, there's like sirens and like, you know, police lights going outside and like our merch girl Jess like had to run out there. So we find out after the show that there's this guy who was like non-responsive in the car. Turned out Hugo's friend 
picked Hugo up and, you know, he had a buddy with him. He was sitting in the front seat and they thought he was asleep for like the four or five hours that they were driving around. Like, yeah, he's just really tired. Like, don't mind him. <laughs> Turns really out he was tired. freaking dead. <laughs> it was like blue and cold in the car while we were playing the show and the freaking paramedics had to come dude i mean that's just one example but uh yeah that's an exciting great time on tour dude um, i totally i totally believe that uh that story like oh dude for, like that's a hugo story that that i don't doubt one bit right there yep. that's makes There's a million sense. Them, man. i mean yeah again <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's not even like shocking anymore. It's just like, literally, I feel like if something crazy doesn't happen. Like I missed a, a log in my journal that day. Like, Oh, I got to get some content for this. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of exciting days with, uh, with Hugo around. Yeah. I mean, that's just music too. You know, it's traveling, you know, you get four guys in a vehicle or whatever, you know, it's just something's bound to happen or be funny or, I mean, unless you're really miserable and doing it for the wrong reasons, there's no way to, really not have a good time you're right about that it's life throws like even crazier curveballs at you on the road than than when you're at home because you're just like you said you're on the go there, there's there's just more more swirling so it's like some weird shit's about you know bound to happen and and uh it's almost like you live more life out there in the same amount of time you know so big time dude it's like an education yeah yeah an education in in life like every every facet of it you know mm -hmm. got a lovely story though that's good yeah i have to think i mean there's a freaking million of them but <laughs> you know i'm sure dude i'm sure I, I i think i've only i've i don't know how many shows i've done with you guys at, at this point but a few tours worth right definitely and uh and uh I've definitely seen enough to laugh at, you know, myself just, uh, you know, just in those, those short little, little runs. So I can't imagine what you've got up here just swirling. Pull up to the venue next to the RV. You're like afraid to get out. You got to peek first to see what's going on. You never know. Yep. That's great. Dude. So, uh, what's going on with, um, you know, tell everybody that, that might not, uh, no, the other bands you're jamming and which what else you're doing these days uh so the main one i'm i'm focused on right now is lynch mob with george lynch from docking um and uh we're doing a bunch of shows i've uh, been with them since july last year so it's kind of been uh, a growing process but uh we wrapped up an album a couple months ago and that's going to get ready uh here to be announced and released uh probably late summer early fall and uh we've got a ton of shows um it's kind of ramping up and uh so i'm juggling that and uh that one's a lot of fun uh it's a nice challenge it's musically uh always something different and, and refreshing so kind of getting a little bit uh more of the mental thing happening there um and then uh you know kind of sitting in with antrick here and there where i can um and then uh the other two things i've kind of been focusing on uh when i can is uh heaven's edge which is a a band from back in the 80s late 80s uh philly area um and we got a new album coming out on frontiers uh in about a month here uh may 12th it's dropping and it's called get it right and uh we tracked it last year I actually tracked it pretty much when we were out on the road with you guys um last summer uh i was tracking in the hotel room every night after the shows and trying to get it done and uh so 
uh, an interesting process, but I'm excited to finally get that one out there. We've kind of been sitting on it for a bit. And then um, the other one I've been uh, doing on and off is The Life Project uh, with my girlfriend Cassandra from Paralandra and Josh Rand from Stone Sour. Um, it's, it's just like a heavy but yet still melodic type of thing. And uh, we had a fun run last year with Allison Chains and Breaking Benjamin and Bush on a nice little summer package. And uh, so we're kind of wrapping up some recording right now and shopping it and seeing what this year holds. Oh, cool. So you guys are, are kind of looking for a, a label home for that? Yeah, I mean, we're kind of juggling ideas. Um, at first, we were like, you know, I, I just kind of do my part. You know, I'm not, I don't want to get too involved with it outside of, you know, the, the masterminds. But, uh, you know, uh, essentially, we were going to put everything out ourselves and just kind of take that route. But I think sometimes you know you gotta get a little bit you know especially a new a new band you know you need a little help uh getting off the ground so yeah you know if somebody can help out that way the uh or at least pair us with some other bands you know it's a yeah. weird in between because it's the music is so heavy it would fit with a lot of bands that are growling and all that but yet we have a female like powerhouse vocal going on but it's not rock like a evanescence or a hailstorm so it's like we kind of are in a weird place so kind of looking for some uh help there pairing us and uh i don't know just get another opinion how did that uh alice change tour come come about um it was um pretty much through 5b entertainment which is uh you know uh they deal with stone sour and josh has you know a long reputation with them and um they've been trying to help get us off the ground a little bit and uh that opportunity came up and he was like hey i think we're gonna have a summer tour but i can't really say you know who yet until it's confirmed and we kind of were on the hook for a few months and then uh yeah we did the first uh leg well it was all one run but it was we essentially did a month we did all of august uh which was a third of their tour and they had different opening bands for each part but uh yeah man it was a blast we had to play all the uh big amphitheaters and the outdoor places and uh uh, it was different and to play bass i didn't have to do any work really outside of that i didn't have to babysit or right. so kind of work on my tan and uh, made sure i was in tune that's great yeah it's nice to have uh people kind of pulling for you and arranging tours like that if you can yeah you can keep landing things like that that's definitely one ticket to to a, a good place you know Obviously. Yeah, man. I, I honestly, uh, the way that I feel about it is, you know, if I'm not into the music and you want to put me in Madison Square Garden, I mean, that's like, I mean, of course I would want to do it, but I really want to be into the music. You know, I don't want to be faking it up there, just going through the motions. So uh, a lot of people are like, how do you juggle all these bands? It's like, I kind of force myself to, because it keeps me on my toes. You know, I'm not just going through the motions of the same set list every night or, you know, this week I'm playing friggin' bats again for the you know 20th time it's like you know i want to try to switch it up so i think uh you know it just keeps you in shape yeah i think that's important that's awesome try it how's it going with facebook over there anthony <laughs> Any, i think uh, we're back on i we're back on it man we've been getting comments from it and stuff so it's good let's see if i can pop it up any work Oh yeah, it is back. Nice. That's that's weird, man. Yeah. People saying you throw pixie whips. <laughs> you gotta watch the pixie whips. Oh, they're talking about me. 
Yeah, I'm good at I'm good at playing in pit flicking. Yeah, yeah. They said you throw picks at people. <laughs> I've definitely, I've definitely close to injured people. Beating as much as you can with a pick. Actually, a couple <laughs> tours ago, we were on tour with uh, this band called The Stone Eye, and uh, we were playing this really weird show that was like, like the tiniest little weirdest club in in Stroudsburg or Stroudsville, Pennsylvania. Um, Stroudsburg, yeah, and uh, you know, it was it was one of those just weird shows, not well attended, and and just you know, you got to find your own kind of way to entertain yourself. So I was whipping picks at um at the the opening band guys, um, and I actually flung one at this one dude, and he caught it right in his mouth. <laughs> I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, talent. But yeah, talent on 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 two ends right there. It's like a paper thin spot. That's right. It, it was it was the, probably the most entertaining moment of the show. Hey man, like you said, yeah, you keep yourself entertained. Oh, here we go. Thanks, Pete Strausberg, PA. That's right. Pete was one of the twenty people that was that were there. In basically a broom closet sized, uh, <laughs> it's one of those places that like they didn't even mic anything. They just put the they just put the vocal mic up, and then the and the stage was like so shaky. My my amps were like almost falling over on me. It was just it was done plenty of those. One of those great moments, you know. Those are my favorite places to start wheeling in like both of my eight ten bass cabinets and like. The sound guy's just having a heart attack, you know? It's like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Let's not really give him something to work with. You know, the first thing the sound guy's going to say is, can you turn down? Do you really need all of that? Yeah. Man, you're killing it, man. You got, oh, is this your whole family on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm related to all these people. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming to the show in Corpus. That was that was a good show. Was the show at Waterburger? It it was close. It was Should like three been. miles, three miles up the road. Do a Waterburger tour. Remember Charleston, West Virginia. Sam's uptown on a weekend or weekday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. Yep, that's a that's another one of those 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 venues. Gotta love rock rock these days. Come back yeah. to Alabama. Beauty. We definitely will. Um, nothing on the books right now, but wish it was a Whataburger. Yeah, we never played a Whataburger yet. But with the trajectory of our career, I think that it might be in our future. We get Alex and Chuck on the line. We can make that happen here right in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Maybe we could get a Whataburger tour. Sick. Plenty of dates. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yes, we played a, a backyard in uh, South Bend, Indiana recently, too. Oh, yeah. I remember you guys did that. It was like one of the dates we didn't do or whatever. 
Yes, yes. There was like a, it was, the, I mean, they had a decent stage and set up for it being somebody's backyard. And they had like a weird bar with like a little kid serving alcohol, like a little kid. Like she was probably like 12. At least she doesn't know the, what it is. As the bartender. That makes it fun. It's like risky, kind of dangerous. Like, are we going to get arrested for being here? Can we get away in time? That's right. That's right. You never know with shows like that. You know, you just say Ty is your son, and, you know, that's his little personality, <laughs> and you're all set. <laughs> uh, she was seven, yeah. Possibly. Anthony, I'm sure you've got some... Uh, some <laughs> Doing comedy on the road experiences that are relatable <laughs> to this. No. Yes, I, I can't hear. Would you say? <laughs> I I said. Uh, it's a cut now. Yeah, you're cutting out right now. You got any? You got any interesting doing comedy on the road experiences that are relevant to this conversation? Not that I were to say on here because I, I, I feel like when I used to have fun, I was like a kid and I was just an idiot and I was just like doing dumb shit. But like now, I'm just boring. I just fucking like you know, I just like smoke weed in my bus the whole time or something. You know, like I mean, allegedly, you know. But like, for, like, I feel like uh, when I was younger, yeah. I mean, when I was like trying to be like a comedian. When you're like in that beginning thing, you're like, oh, dude, I'm gonna be a fucking comedian. Like, trust me, everybody. You know, you're in like, you're in like that part of it, like the of the ride. You know, when you're like trying to be a comedian, like that shit was crazy. I mean, I was just a fucking asshole. Uh, like Blake, Blake said in this uh, comments, the limo story. Uh, we basically were drunk on a Tuesday and like ran in a limo. Like this was, and then like used it as like a wingman to like swoop up like 20 blonde girls, and uh, and we just like used that limo that uh, yeah, we just like we we like we would take it to a bar. And then, like, we'd, like, have the guy open the door, and we'd look outside just be like, oh, no, no, not that bar. And then just, like, have him, like, turn around and, like, go to a different bar. And then just, like, all the people in the street are, like, looking out the windows. Like, this, this is, like, St. Charles, Missouri. Like, limos are, like, for prom pretty much. I mean, no one even has a limo outside of prom. And then, like, uh, we're just, like, doing that. And we, we swooped a bunch of these. This is obviously before I was married, by the way. Way before I was married. And, uh, like, for uh, anyone watching. But, uh, yeah, it was uh, – we, we picked up, like, 20 of these blonde girls. And just got like trashed. I think we left half of them at like a casino and the other half at a strip club. We were just like fucking being assholes. And I think someone tried to like fight me or something like one of these times. Like, I think, I think this guy was like, he was like, you're like, your shorts are like 20 bucks or something. And I was like, I was like, I don't know. I think they're four bucks really, you know? And like, I'm like, I came here to limbo with like 20 girls. They're like, who'd you come here with? And he's just like, he's like, my friend. I'm like, oh, that's cool, I guess. I don't know. And then like, he wouldn't shut up. And I just punched him in the face, I think. He's like, he just kept talking. I'm just like, man, I've like fucking beat you 30 times. Just shut the fuck up, you know? And I punched him in the face and they kicked me out and they didn't believe I had a limo driver. I was like, can you guys get my, I was like, can you guys get my limo driver? They're like, yeah, yeah, we'll get your, we'll get your limo driver. And then, um, and then, uh, they kicked us out and then I had to, I had to grab my limo driver and they like saw out a limo and they're just like, was that why we couldn't get pizza? I couldn't remember exactly. I couldn't remember. Exactly. Blake was the only other dude in the limo and that made you look like a baller. Like just two people in a limo, you just like pull up, you're just like, you're like, oh, hey, fucking every girl in St. Charles drinking tonight. You're just like fucking, you're just like fucking weird. It was the best swoop of all time. Like, uh, and I think we left half of them in a place at random places. 
Like we just like literally just like um, which is kind of fucked up, you know. I don't, I didn't, I don't really condone that, you know. I think that was kind of a piece of shit move, but uh, but yeah, I was trash and like I don't, I fucking didn't think about it, you know. I was just like really selfish at the time, you know. It's nice. Dude, to I, reflect. Love, I love, I love how the guy's insult to you was uh, your shorts are twenty bucks, and they're probably <laughs> cheaper because like, dude, I just buy shirts in packs and shit. I'm not, I don't pride myself on brands. These glasses are like five bucks, you know. It's like. But like the, it, I was actually cheaper. He's like, me like I just I remember just punching him in the face, and then security came. It was at Pops after the strip club. It was at that outside area where he smoked at Pops. This guy was running, running his mouth. And I just punched his fucking. I punched him in the fucking face, and then he finally shut up. And then security came, and then like they're like, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, he punched my arm first. Like, like shut up, get out of here. It was like fucking shit. It was like I was just trash trying to fucking lie. The, the kick it still. That wasn't really a comedy story. But my buddy Blake, he reminded me of that shit. That's fucking. He was there, and that was actually fun that was fun. did you get the pizza i don't think so I, I think i ate hang on i think i ate pizza off someone else's table with a limo driver at one point i do remember that but i don't know if i ordered it or what happened we had ordered pizza and they couldn't find our address so you called a limo that's what happened that's what happened yeah but it pops i ate pizza too. yeah so yeah no we were drunk and we're bored and like a pizza like this like oh we don't deliver there and i'm like you don't fucking deliver here and i got pissed off and then we like called a limo driver and bullied him into a really low price and like um we're like oh yeah who else is buying a limo on a tuesday ken you know like, who else is fucking buying a limo? You know, like, do you want to do it for like 200 bucks? You just want to like fucking not have 200 bucks, you know? And I'll pay for gas too or something. You know, like, just, we just bullied him when we were drunk and he gave us a limo ride. And he just drove us around all these strip clubs with like all these girls we picked up at bars. I was like, <laughs> it was fucking stupid. I was like, what, fat and 20 and fucking, like, you know, fucking stupid looking. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm a fucking like different person now, I feel like. Did you have a beard back then? No, oh, a stubble. I was just like fat and healthy. Like, I just drink all the time. I don't drink much anymore. I was like fucking like, yeah, you know, it's kind of a piece of shit, you know. The limo like, changed your life. <laughs> that dude was like trying to talk. She's like, he's like, fuck you, you suck. I'm like, how do I? I'm like, I'm like living the fucking American dream in my, I'm living my dream at least, you know, like it, it may not be his dream, you know, his dream may just be getting punched in the face. It pops by a fucking idiot, you know, it was a fucking, you know, like, that was a stupid shit. I'm glad Blake reminded me of that. That's actually a weird story. Dude, you saying you used to be a piece of shit just reminds me of, I think you should leave. Always. Eating spaghetti, uh, chicken spaghetti at Chickalinis. Is that what you're up to? Sloppy steaks at Trafani's, dude. (laughs) Quality. Uh, I don't think most people will will catch on to that reference. He's catching on, dude. Tim Robinson's in a Dodge Ram ad now. It's crazy. For real? Somebody's comedy has my show somehow. I have no idea how they're commenting on my show. I never typed that, but I I did have Killer Cyber. They remember that, whoever has access to that. Is, uh, is that your show commenting? Yeah, I didn't fucking do on Facebook. Apparently, like I never fucking. It's one. It's kind of somebody I know really well. It's like I don't. Fuck, I I did have cybers when I was like sixteen. But who has your uh, Facebook login? No one. I thought, dude. There's a ghost in the machine. Tantric fans for life has logged in. <laughs> it's on Twitch too. That's weird as fuck. And what the on all of them somehow. Oh, oh, Very personal. That's crazy. Well, I, true. You got me. Sick prank. That's <laughs> cybers, whatever. Right? True. <laughs> You're like talking shit to yourself. <laughs> I wish that was that. That is like fucking weird. I only like show the comments because it's fucking weird. <laughs> I was just like, I put them on there because it's just weird. I would like, I'm the only person I think that has access to that. Clearly not. <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Not. I think someone figured it out last week because it commented like, he commented the wrong. He commented something and said it was for me, and I'm like, I don't remember saying that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the ghost of those girls we left at the fucking strip club. 
This is bagging on your sideburns. It's like, like, yeah, when you're 16, you didn't have a beard, bro. You know, you came out of the fucking womb or something, you know? They've been dead for all these years, just waiting for a fucking moment to uh, to bash your sideburns publicly. Yeah, I know. You got me. You got me. Uh, I don't even care if anyone has access to my shit. It's just like fucking spam comments, you know? Oh, it's probably chat GPT, dude. Kiko's <laughs> it knows about my 16-year-old self. It, it ha- dude, it knows everything. It's got to be one of my friends from high school. It was like that, that's how I looked in high school. It's probably one of my friends. So did did I like your friend Blake's uh, picture with the my pillow guy? That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. He just I think he just went there the other day. I saw on Facebook. Those he's are, in Florida. He's from around. He like you were all up in where he was around. He, he's in Florida right now. Those are legit, legitimately good pillows. Yeah, he um. That guy I was on his network. He got mad. I said "cucking" a bunch of words. So I'm like, this is the last ration of free speech. And I like said like "cucking" factorial and fucking shit. They're like you can't say that stuff. It's so weird. Oh, so were you weird. on his show? No, I was on Roger Stone's show on his on that network on that Pete Pillow. The Pillow guy. You were on there too. I forgot. The yeah, guy, yeah. The Pillow yeah, guy's network. You you hooked, you hooked me up with that show too, the Roger Stone show, and they they definitely told me not to not to drop any f bombs on there. Yeah, it's like hard to like change your entire personality. Like, I'm like a white trash person. And they're like, don't cuss. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just like, I, I'll just neglect that I grew up in a trailer park. It's like fucking eighth grade, you know? You're like, just, just, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll just neglect my, like, you know, what I, mean? I just fucking talk, you know? It's like, and they're like, oh, you can't say that. Or, I'm like, this is like a free speech station. I mean, like, like, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's like Democrats get mad if you say like faggot and like Republicans get mad if you say anything else. You know, it's just like, oh, you can't say anything else. It's like, you know, it's like fucking annoying. It's like, I'm just like, I'm just over it, you know? Like, we should have free speech. You guys are artists. You know, you guys think free speech is awesome or what's up? Dude, fucking uh, when when you do, or at least back in the day when we first started in the early two thousands, and radio stations used to be a thing. Still, um, we would do a lot of live radio, and that was a big deal back then. We I had to learn to censor myself real fast. I dropped a I dropped an f bomb on the the man the man cow show man cow <laughs> in the morning. What's f bomb? What does f bomb mean? The word the fuck word. You said fuck on the radio. Yes, on the on the man cow in the morning show. What's what market said? What? What market said? Chicago area. That's you never cool. heard of man cow? Oh yeah, I'm on Instagram. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he I was a huge. He was a huge syndicated big deal back back then. I don't know what he does now. Probably the same thing, but I just don't follow. But um, they got real mad. They 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 dropped the feed. They hit like the six second kill button that they had, and and like <laughs> okay. you know, it was it was uh we weren't invited back. Let's just say that. Uh, that's like the that's like the Jim Morrison like uh, Ed Sullivan show. They're like they're like don't say higher, dude. Don't say don't say higher. Not not as cool of a story as that, but it, I mean, I guess somewhat similar scenario. Yeah. What you got there, Anthony? I get if it's yeah. like in like a classy place. If you're just like if you're like at a fucking funeral or something, or like a like maybe a wedding, or like someone's like your your friend's daughter's fucking like baptism or, or whatever the fuck's going on. You know, whatever the fuck's going on. You know, it's like like there's certain times you don't cuss. But like if you're if you're like on a show and you're like an entertainer, and they're like like oh well, look, they're like comedian blah blah blah. They show like clips of me calling like Will Smith gay, and then they get like mad that I say cuck. I'm just like, what? Where's the lines? These like just some squiggly ass lines like. It's like, give me a list of words I could say and can't say, and like when I could say them and can't say. And it's just like fucking fascism's confusing, man. It's like just rice, rifle them all off right now, right in a row. Just get it out. Yeah, just tell me. Like, and like I have this like thing where I talk about how like in like Lenny Bruce's day, you couldn't say like 
couldn't say like cunt and like faggot and cocksucker and shit. And then, and then like in Lenny Bruce's day, you couldn't say like, I don't know, shit, damn, whatever else. And then like today you can't say like certain words. And I, I want to like, put this like, whole thing together, like how generationally it just changes. Like, oh, okay, in the 50s, you can't say these fucking words. Like the 70s, you can't say these fucking words. And now you can't say, it's just like insane. Like land of the freedom. Now. Do what? Can't say he or she now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to fucking, yeah. Those know, are like, the worst uh, ones. Well, that's right. Chat Chat GPT will lecture you about it, according to uh, Jake Caudill. 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 I don't know how to pronounce the last name, but. Caudill, <coughs> you. He's oh. definitely lectured by Chat GPT, which I've seen. I've seen a lot of that uh, Chat GPT uh, political correctness, and that's. That's something. That's just boring. It's like, you know what I mean? If, it's like, if you want to be like sheltered, like fucking just like hang out with yourself, you know? You don't like want to hurt, you're like certain, like, like, I don't like when people say these, this thing or this, like, whatever, don't hang out with people. Then. Fuck dude, that, dude, the sensitivity level uh, nowadays is just, is just disgusting. It's like, grow some fucking thick skin or die. Like, that's just life. Basically, you know? yeah. Basically. Like, like, what happened to survival of the fittest? You know, it's, it's like, if you can't handle the world around you, you're you're supposed to not be able to reproduce and you just you just die. Yeah, it's your fault that I can't handle the world around me. Yeah, I mean the the the, the attitude has just been you know flipped on its head and it's uh it's scary. No, it's it's definitely a Chinese communist takeover. And it's not fun, you know. It's like yeah, like I, I don't want to learn how to make Nikes. I don't want to be in the camp, you know. It's, it's like I'm not in any of that shit, you know. It's like, I feel like I just want to fucking like I don't know, America's dope, and like everybody acts like it's not, you know. Like like oh, you're racist. If you think America's great? I'm like okay, it, like then the, I guess I'm the new definition of racist. Then I fucking like serve God and fucking love my country. It's like shut the fuck up. It was like, like, like it's like crayon colors. Like oh, you would care about crayon? You think I fucking care about crayon colors or the world's ending? You know I mean, it's just like shut the fuck up. Like grow up, you know. It's just like, like I'm not in first grade anymore, you know. It's like I, I can say whatever I want, you know. I do whatever I want, you know. It's like, well, it's just, that's how I feel. It's like, it's like I don't like that. I'm like, I don't care. You know, what I mean? it's like, it's like, fuck it, I don't give a fuck. You know I mean, like, we gave you guys a platform. We gave all these fucking like, like what we used to call faggots. Like, we gave them all fuck, and not like the actual gay people, like the fucking dorks we call faggots. You know, like not to, you know, I mean, being gay is not a problem, you know. But being a faggot is, and we used to call these guys that, and like we'd be like, what the fuck? And and then now they're like, you can't say that. And they're like, they're like now we're just like, I don't know, man. NFL is like going to XFL now, and like we'll just keep re- recreating new institutions. Though, you know, we're like, okay, that institution doesn't let me do what I want. We're gonna create another one. You know, it's like that's just what America does. We're just gonna keep doing that. Like, like, like in St. Louis, XFL like is killing it. Like, there's like forty thousand people going to a show for like some we we nobody knew about two years. Well, it didn't even exist two years ago, but no one knew about it like not too long ago. You know, it's like that's just an example. Like, I mean, I still don't know about it. You never heard that. You guys don't like sports. You guys are like fucking musicians. Oh, XFL was like some porn sports thing. <laughs> well, what the fuck? Like, what sports do you guys watch? I like you guys don't watch fucking sports. I can tell by looking at you, motherfuckers. Like, hey, you know, like either one of you watch sports, like watch sports at all, brother. I watch uh, used BMW car races throughout America every day, man. Okay, you're still straight then. Okay, you're you're a, you're a straight artist then. Okay, fair. But one of the one of the rare ones. One of the rare ones. It's like no fucking artists like like sports ever. There's no crossover. There's never like just like there's very rare cross. Very rarely like music executives will like sports sometimes. Like like some of my music executive friends will like never musicians. They're always like they fucking like they're like sports gay. You know, I'm fucking gothic. Sports are gay. There are I, don't, I don't care. I'm down for whatever. I mean, I like your vibe. I like your vibe. That's true, man. There there are definitely musicians that like sports and 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 musicians that don't. And you know, I, in my life, I've like I've like 
I've liked baseball and then like fallen out of it and liked it again and fallen out of it. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, I just look at sports as the, as the Roman circus, you know, it's, it's a distraction that matters not like so many people dedicate, I mean, so much time, so much of their lives, so much of their mental capacity to caring about something that, that doesn't affect their lives whatsoever. I feel that's super heterophobic, you know. I feel like you just like don't like uh, heterosexual men, and I feel and I feel offended. I feel offended by it, and uh, I just want to let you know. That I'm You're right, man. You, you got it. We need to cancel Smile Empty Soul. Like, uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, hockey's a good sport. I like hockey too, man. Um, it's boring to watch unless there's fights. Fights are dope. Fights are the best part of hockey in the nineties, man. We had like Tony Twist, he just beat the fuck out of everybody. I love that shit. You're from you said you're from you lived in New Jersey mostly or uh, Philly, Jerry? Where are you said uh, I'm mainly in Philly now. Oh, where were you at as a kid? I mean though, sorry. Uh Jersey. I was in uh, Central Jersey. So did you like you like the devil? You like the devils back then? When I was a kid, yeah. And then nineties. How old are you? Um thirty four, so thirty four, similar I'm, generation, yeah. I watched a little bit when I was a kid, but I didn't really until I was a little bit older. And at that point, I was like a Flyers guy because I was in Philly. Oh, dude, but, yeah, uh, you there. Lindros, that generation, bro. Like, fuck yeah, Brendan Moore was my guy. You know, oh. I was into it. But uh, it's been yeah, a no, while, man. Cool. I haven't played in a long time, so I kind of fell out of love with it. I got back in. Yeah, I'm, I did the same thing. I was like, I was like a fat kid who loved sports. Then I, then I like blonde girls and like getting too fucked up. And then, and then I like, I'm now back back to sports. I'm like, well, now I'm just like fat and married and fucking just like. I, I just love the fucking, you know, it's like, it's that cycle for sure, man. Like I get into the controversial stuff. Like I'm all into this, uh, golf dispute thing that's going on now with like the live sport. The what's live. Going on? What's go- I, I'm not familiar. What's going on. So like, uh, there's this new golf league live, they call it. And it's like Saudi blood money run company. That's pretty much just like, Hey, we'll pay all these top golfers to come play for us instead of the PGA. And like, they're offering them, you know, like a hundred mil to come play whether they win or not. And it's like, you know, pro golfers only make money if they win. So everybody's like, these guys sold out, but a lot of them are grandfathered into some of these events, like the masters and all these big golf things, whatever. But so now they have to go play with all their old people and their old league. And they're like, you know, fuck these guys, but they're still winning. So it's like even more of a fuck you. So it's like, I'll make the money, take the money and still win. Fuck you. It's kind of dude, like yeah, I bet it. golf drama, huh? I kind of like it, dude. I've been like all in the golf this year, all over it. So no, it's like uh, Sean Goff. I think Sean's a. Sean's I, I want to play now. I want to play. I want that Saudi money. I want to get in there, dude. dude I want to sell out American too, you know. But so I, but I feel like yeah, I feel like your institution was reset. I think that was reset. Like whenever like people like that, fuck, I don't know. And like they took that that football player too from the Patriots, a guy that uh, uh, that, that Christian uh, Christian quarterback. Uh, I forgot his fucking name. Tebow. Right Debo, yeah, they took uh, Tebow, yeah, Tim Tebow. They, they took him for hundred million too, like you're saying, like uh, the Saudi fucking football team did. It's like, like, it's just crazy. The money, yeah. Ronaldo is that big soccer player from Europe, whatever. They give him a two hundred million a season just to play to be in Saudi Arabia. Tiger Woods, they offer him like eight hundred million to sign with them. I mean, he's he's older. He's not in his game anymore. He might as well take the money while you can, you know. And he's like, no, out of pride and respect, but it's like. That's all the gener- guys that are just as good took the money, and they still are good. So fuck them. Yeah, that's generational money right there. That's I mean, you got to take that. It's who cares? You know, just go play golf over there for a while. Now, well, they say no, man. Yeah, have the respect for uh, the game. 
Whatever. How long is how long is it? I feel like it's questionable. It's questionable. It's 100 million is a lot. Like I feel like that's a long plane ride over a lot of water. And I feel like and I feel like it's in the middle of a desert where they fucking hate me. You know what I mean? And it's like you know I mean like the sun hates me, the people hate me. You know what I mean? I just, feel like, I just feel like they just fucking would hate me for being American a bunch and like not being like fucking Muslim and like worshiping a rock and shit, you know. I feel, I feel like this, yeah. you'd have a security detail like the like the president, man. You you'd be you'd be set. You'd be fine. Yeah, a bunch of random Saudi guys would probably fucking kill me, you know. I feel like that's, you, those are the guys that fucking kill me, probably. That's you know? like Dude, you first of all, you'd fly your own jet over there. So yeah, it's a long plane ride, but you'd be sleeping in a in a king size bed the whole time eating lobster. And then so, you land there and your security detail would like drive you down their streets like a friggin' mm-hmm. like like uh what do you call those uh the presidential motorcades <laughs> and then you just play golf a little bit and then you'd come home, you know. I Let's do. take this podcast to Saudi Arabia right now. Like we're gonna sell out right now. We're like, we're auditioning to sell out. You'd like yeah, to I'm down there. You'd like to give us all three of us a hundred million dollars to I got my from Saudi Arabia. To to do it for Missouri, though. I I have to stay here though. <laughs> but you can air it there all you want, you know. Like fuck, that'd be the killer job, you know. Just do a remote job from fucking Saudi Arabia for hundred million dollars. That'd be fucking sick. Make memes. I'm like, I'll make memes for you guys sometimes. You know. <laughs> yeah, the payroll. Like, what do they want? Like, they, all these countries are freaking me out. To be honest, like, they're so aggressive. You know, I'm just like, chill out. You know, it's like, you're so fucking aggressive. I just want to like, I don't know. I just want to get fat and old. You know, they're just like being weird. Don't they like execute you for smoking weed there? So I don't think that's the uh, shit, bro. I don't think yeah, that's yeah. the country for you. Anthony. I just smoke CBD, bro. It's a it's a it's a fake weed. It's a synthetic. Uh, that's right. It's a federally compliant type of uh, Delta Delta Eight. Yeah, I'm addicted to Delta Eight. <laughs> Please, is this is this inter- is this a Delta Eight intervention? Like, uh, I'm addicted to fake drugs. This is the title of the YouTube video. Yeah, whatever tastes good. Yeah. That's right. It's the last thing I have, you know, I don't get like fucked up anymore. You know? like, I smoke weed so long. And Delta Eight. Yeah, Delta. Yeah. Remember that shit, Spice or whatever they used to sell at the gas stations. Oh, dude, yeah, all my friends are probation would smoke that shit. I smoke. I smoked one with them one time, and I just like that freaked me the fuck out. To be honest with you, dude, I got like destroyed. I think I literally think I'm not as smart as I used to be. Ever since that one time I smoked it, like I was never the same since. Is that is that the same thing as bath salts or is that different? Yeah, <laughs> shot. I, I, I don't. Bath, know. bath salts are like some like white fat. You're retarded after essentially. Spice is like a K two fake kind of fucking marijuana that people yeah. are on like uh they're on like in trouble if they were getting drug tested for like a high ranking job or like they got in trouble with the law or something like that they wouldn't they wouldn't like uh yeah they wouldn't smoke it and stuff but like yeah no a lot of my friends fucking smoke that shit. But it was it was like nuts, man. Like I felt like zoomed out. Like I felt like immediately I realized I was like an ant on this like rock. I'm like, oh dude, I know that, but I don't wanna, like see it and think about it constantly and feel it and fear it. You know, I'm just like I, I know that, but I don't like think about it. You know, is and, it like, anything, uh, is it anything like salvia? Some <laughs> sim, similar. Uh, I think if you took a big enough hit, it could be salvia. Be harder, yeah. You I just remember like, ripping it out of a bong, like in a backseat of somebody's car on the way to see wasp, like years and years ago and i don't remember the show at all but i remember like the exact detail of like the fabric of this guy's back seats like as <laughs> i studied it my whole life <laughs> like you remember the important things about that. yeah yeah it was crazy bro ah no thanks none of that for me delta 8 i'm sure it's similar no delta 8's just like a, a a lighter version of weed oh okay it's it's like it's like if you smoked 
weed light that only lasts like half the time. Boo. But it's like legal everywhere. Oh, well, I mean, hey. Yeah, they used to sell it when I was a kid at the mall. Like they had like this store called Candy and More. Maybe like a bunch of candy, and then like, and then behind the counter would be like bongs and fucking fake drugs. Just candy like, and more. So that's how I had salvia. Like when you said salvia, I remember that back in the day. Because you yeah. had to smoke a lot of that, and like, I just like drink Robitussin and smoke a lot of that, and I just be like, like, I just I liked being intoxicated at one point, and like, I mean, I still do usually smoke weed, I guess, but like, I don't like, I don't like getting. I, I'll drink occasionally if I'm like out with family or friends or something, you know. But like Robitussin and salvia mix. When I was a kid, yeah, like when I was like sixteen and. Like, Robo tripping with salvia, dude. That sounds ballsy, right there. I was like sixteen. It's not that crazy. There was like, was like, I was like, you was like, was like kid stuff. I'm doing fake drugs. Like, you know, I'm doing like, it was like, you're a kid. You're, 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 you're like, oh man. He's like, he's like, I remember like fifth grade. Like, they're like, like, yeah, like, dude, drugs are bad. And then like, I found like the Doors when I was like sixteen. I was like, what? And like the Beatles. I'm like, what? You know, I was just like, I was, I was like, everybody lied to me about drugs because like these guys are writing fucking awesome music, man. And then, and then like, I started like getting really fucked up and stuff. And then I was like, then I grew up and stopped being Peter so much Peter Pan, you know. And like, you like hand me that bottle of Robitussin. I was my friends. My friends were my fun. And I went on this. Uh, my buddies from a reggae band. We went to Vegas and like I just like chugged like a bottle of Robitussin. I'm like this. Like I just thought it was normal. I was just being normal. What I you know, I mean, you just you're just a person who gets fucked up all the time. You know, like, in a situation. There's like kids everywhere. So it just looked weird. But, Dude, there's there's friggin' salvia, and uh, like half my the whole left side of my entire body went completely paralyzed, and I just oh, fell shit. over on my left side, and then like oh, filled shit. my buddy's whole kitchen sink with puke after. So like, <laughs> I'm out of that. I did that when I drank when I was young. Like I, I threw up a lot when I drank when I was young. Like I drank like a bo- like I was just trying to be cool and drink like a box of wine or something. Like I like six years like, as like a kid just trying to be cool. I like just projectile vomit. Like there's so much dumb shit as a kid. Yeah. It's fucking stupid to get fucked up. It's like, I mean, like, we're like wise now, you know, like, we're like, like, we're like wise. We're just like, it's so fucking stupid to be the dumbest person in the room, you know? It's like, that's like, that's what it does. It makes you the dumbest person in the room. But it, it's fun and you have to realize how stupid it is eventually. It's like not like a lifestyle, you know? It's like, a, you know. That used to be the goal back in the day, you know? Just be, be the, the most retarded in the room. And that's my favorite game to play. How yeah. retarded can you get? I'm yeah. Really I mean, my, my early 20s definitely were. We're full of that, but we guys are lost. You probably had very similar. You guys probably it's very similar. Like you, like so, I mean, you you were already blown up when you're young. I was I was a fucking idiot in my twenties. You mean I didn't have a fucking band fucking on the radio? Which, you mean you like you were signed young? So I mean that's that's what. I mean, were you too? Were you in the music too young? Like Jaren? Like I didn't know you. Were still uh, yeah, but I wasn't doing it for a living. You know, I was doing it more like uh, locally and like trying to figure out if I was going to get a real job and be a human or just be like dirtbag forever and. Uh, I'm going with the latter for sure. You have to think about that. You're right, though. I mean, you have to maintain a lifestyle of art and stuff. I mean, it's not easy. Like, I mean, that's why. I mean, that's why you have fan. I mean, that's why people are like saying, "Hey, from like Memphis in the comments." I mean, because you have to keep doing this shit. I mean, it's like it makes sense. Yeah, I, I, Sean. I mean, I, I always like talk about Sean. Like, I don't know how I would handle. Like, I think about that when he he got, he got signed like 20. I was like, how the fuck do you handle getting signed at 20? I mean, like, I mean, I respect you being on this planet and having records behind you and shit. Man, it's like that's just, I, that's just crazy. I, I would just, I don't know how the fuck. I, I didn't handle it, you know. That's that's uh, well enough to be here still. Just good, you know, yeah, I'm alive, but it, well, I'm, I'm pretty lucky to to be alive, you know. So like handing hand a twenty year old the key to the city is not the best idea, you know. That's that's like how I feel. That's like how it's crazy, man. To think about it. like, uh, yeah, it was it was uh, interesting early twenties for me. Luckily, I I I sobered up at the age of. 25 so that's the only reason i'm still still here talking to you guys 
You learn yeah. the hard way, you know. What's that? You learn the hard way. You gotta yeah. you know, fall a few times. You gotta you gotta burn your hand on the on the stove a couple times and you stop touching it, you know. Yeah. You actually just get old and boring, you know. It's like I I, just, I still like, have my thoughts like bore myself even sometimes. I'm just like I'm like I'm I wouldn't even listen to that, you know. <laughs> like I just went And yeah, here you are with a pot with a podcast. No, you guys are caring. The rock stars are caring, man. People are here to see fucking like they want to hear fucking people interact with rock stars and shit. I mean, that's that's the game, you know. It's like that's like I was having a limo ch- limo talk, man. <laughs> just a limo story, yeah. I'm yeah. I'm gonna have to delete that out when it goes to Roku. Like my mom's like, "What'd you do?" Yeah, I'm like thirty fucking six. She's like, "What'd you do with your friend Blake?" Yeah, she like knows Blake too, so it's just like she's like what? But, uh, does, you, does your mom watch? Is she? She's the only one that does, man. She's the only one. <laughs> Probably. All of these, all these comments are just fake accounts. They're all your mom. Yeah, or mine. Both, yeah. All of our moms. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's my boy. He's on a podcast. Uh, You're probably right. Though. Our moms are probably watching. That's probably crazy to think about. You know, it's like my mom follows me on YouTube. So I hope anyway. I hope she's still. I hope you do, Brenda. I hope you follow me on YouTube still. You know, that's that original support system. I hope you follow me on YouTube still, mom. <laughs> Subscribe, click it. Make sure you click it. Click it, mom. That's a good. Uh, that's a good T-shirt slogan right there, dude. Yeah. No, I remember like I, I got verified on like Facebook. Like I had like a million people. I like, told my mom. She's just like, "Well, is it yet? are you verified on Twitter yet?" You know, just like didn't even give a fuck. I was like, <laughs> she, just, she just bring up something, uh, something else to to put you down a little bit, huh? Yeah. She's like, "Well, what about what about Twitter though?" I'm just like, <laughs> I was like, oh god! Like she goes, yeah, you're not, you're not shit to be verified on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I was verified on Twitter for like two months, and then they fucking deleted me on my account. Uh, well, now you can just pay everybody to be verified. So everybody's right. special now. Yeah, you're in luck. Just give them money. Just give corporations more money, and like you're special now. They'll tell you. They'll tell you how special you are. Your mom's probably verified on Twitter now. Everybody's mom probably is, bro. <laughs> It's like everybody but the actual fucking badasses are like, you know what I mean? Like, it used to be like, just like you had to really kill it. Or you, you, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, was, I remember that shit. I was like, I was like driving on like a tour and I looked at my phone and they're like, yo, you, you may qualify. I'm like, oh my God, holy shit. I mean, that was a broke motherfucker just chasing shit, you know? Like, that was a big deal. But now it's not, you know, it's not anymore. It's like, it's like, whatever. yeah, it's like, the, like the, it'll be like an, being anonymous is to be more valuable than being famous. It's like when people used to buy likes. And shit. So, oh shit, got a hundred thousand people in one day. <laughs> you must be popping off over there. Man, what's your net worth? That's right. <laughs> oh man, dude, Anthony, your your uh, your ghost account is is going off in the in the comments. Watch behind yeah, the ears, hon. I think it is your mom, dude. She's yeah. got the master login where it just posts to all your accounts at the same time. She's literally said, wash behind your ears, hun, three times in a row <laughs> from two different accounts. It's probably Cody's. It looks like he's laughing. It's probably like, <laughs> it looks like he's laughing. It's probably him. Oh, does he have access to your, your uh, Facebook? Was that you? Was that you? You like, just laughing the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can tell. I can tell. Like, you with the high, you know what? Yeah, I knew the two things you said. I'm like that motherfucker would know that. And I saw you laughing. I'm like, so there we go. Problem solved. It, Case closed. It's funny regardless. <laughs> it's still funny, yeah. Well, I like, saw you laughing. I'm like that's really the like, 
Only a person that would fucking be doing that would be laughing like that. I'm like, I do that immediately. I was like, that's true. What else were you well, even talking about? At least it's about? not really your mom, dude. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely not watching. Cause she got better things to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like what? Like what, what would be better? You know, like a, a fucking Lady Gaga concert or something. You know, it's like something real cool. Real cool. Yeah, Tuesday cell phone podcast. Oh man, you know who hasn't been in the uh, in the in the chat box in a while is uh, Bob Marley sixty nine four twenty two, dude. <laughs> I gotta meet this guy. Remember that guy? Yeah, that was uh, yeah, yeah. He said he picked it because uh, because without the two, it was already taken or something. That's Bob why Marley sixty nine four twenty was already taken. So he yeah, so Bob Marley sixty nine four twenty two. Yeah, but he was commenting uh, pretty pretty heavily for a few episodes there, and now he's just he's gone. I usually love the trolls, but no, it's Marshall. Like Marshall is in here too somewhere. Like, let me find. It. Yeah, I think he's commented today. That's more. That's the same guy. It's Marshall. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, he was talking about Delta Delta Eight dabs or, or dope earlier. He's like Delta Eight stuff. Oh yeah, that was our last. That was our last comment. For, oh, there he is, right? He's, oh, he's that's, his, it that's his Twitch name. Yeah, he's admitting it there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Oh, it's four twenty sixty nine too. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because we got kicked off YouTube. We had to go to Twitch for a, a day. We got like fucking hell of people on Twitch in like a day. It's crazy. That's right. That's right. We got we've we've been booted off of a few things. Yeah. At this Always point. Back, yeah. yeah. Keep bringing it back. I wanted to be in such great company. You, we're we're dangerous people, you know. It's I'll be fired from all my bands tomorrow morning. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all your all five bands. Like, That's right. Like we saw you. We were the only ones that saw you on this podcast, and we were offended. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo's mom's probably watching this right now. He's gonna. He's going to hear from her, and you're going to hear from him, and it's going to be bad news. Yeah, dude, of course. Hugo's mom is a big fan. She's she's the sweetest. Oh, do you know her? Yeah, oh, yeah. We, oh, always nice go to, we always go to her house when we're up in the Northeast, and, like, she cooks these Portuguese meals that are just, like, to die for, you know? Really? We'll come in after the show. You know, we'll crash there or whatever. We'll come in at, like, 3 a.m., and she'll just, like, wake up and, like, start cooking. It's, like, 4.30, <laughs> and there's, like, the seven fishes coming off the stove. You're, like, oh, man, I got to eat this. That's, but, uh, that's it's always awesome. good. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. You got to oh, love that easy. kind of hospitality on the road. Don't get a lot of that. Yeah, that's, like, uh, Fonzo's, Fonzo's parents, man, in uh, Central Florida. When when we when oh, we're in that area, we'll we'll swing by, and his dad's Cuban, and his and his mom is just like the best Cuban cook. Like she's not even Cuban, but she just she just makes the best Cuban food, and and uh, she yeah. just cooks up a storm for us. She sends us on the road with like a stack of like thirty Cuban sandwiches, oh. and, like a couple of flans, and just like you know that that's always well appreciated out there. I feel like your refrigerator on your RV is always just like stocked with the good stuff. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes, ties. Besides, besides ties, like 
half a cucumber that he buys on the first day of tour and then he eats like some of it wraps it in cellophane and puts it in there and just rots in there for the rest of the tour besides that you know we've Thanks. got some good stuff the first comic tour i was on the fridge just had like a like a thing full of like thc like uh like candy bars it was like fucking like they're like, they're like only eat a portion of them you know i say that so many of those fucking things oh kiko roberto's just said uh you just made her night is is she listening? I don't know. Fonzo's because okay, so Kiko is actually Fonzo's brother. Oh, okay. And nice. uh, if he's listening, it's possible she's listening. Two for one. What do you say, Kiko? Is she listening? Uh, sure. Uh, pick, uh, yeah, comment a picture. Oh yeah. To verify. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Jaron probably has a ton of Mountain Dews in his fridge. Which fridge? I got soda fridge. I got a spare soda fridge. I got a regular fridge with soda in it. You know. Soda's the, the absolute jam, huh? Uh, I don't drink coffee, so I got to have a dew. Uh, dude, when I was younger, I would crush 12-pack a day, no problem. I used to work at the grocery store, so I'd get the hookup. Dude, it was retarded. But, uh, <laughs> and now I have fans that just bring me endless amounts of Mountain Dew, which is great, but it's like, I come home from tour. I got, you know, all my guitars, I got my luggage. And then I have to like take four trips out to get the Mountain Dews that are like, I got bottles, I got cans, I got bags of the syrup, you know, for the freaking fountain machine. It's like lugging it in. Holy Mountain Dew merch. Dude, my closet, I got a green shelf. It's just like Mountain Dew shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah, I got a lot of soda. You could say that. that that's awesome. So do you making your own sodas at home? You're, you said the fountain thing? No, I don't, but it's just like, you know, literally a joke, but seriously, I've gotten it. It's like, people just think I have a friggin' fountain soda machine in my house. I should at this point. Right. But, you know, whatever. I've kind of dialed it back a little bit. It's just like, you know, no no human should be drinking that much soda, let alone Mountain Dew. It's Yeah, it's definitely, it's not a natural product found in nature, that's for sure. You're, it's not a part of God's natural order. That's why I smoke so much weed because I drink like 40 Mountain Dews. Then I'm like, you know, I got to freaking chill out. Stoner Speedball. Yeah, green on green. There you go. <laughs> the only way. Raw milk. Yeah, Chantel was talking about uh, last week. We had we had Phil uh, Lipscomb on last week. Do you, you know Phil? Yeah. I know of him. He, he, his, his diet is... Uh, is pretty awesome to talk about he does like raw meat and like raw milk with raw eggs and honey just mixed in and, and just drinks that and that's like like the bulk of his diet like blended up meat no no no. he does the raw meat just as as you know the the entree but then like throughout the day like what he snacks on is is raw milk with raw eggs and like either honey or syrup all mixed together. Weird. <laughs> well, it's a, <laughs> it's, it's a, uh, it's a particular kind of health mm. oriented diet, you know, and lifestyle. He gets it all from, from the Amish too. So it's all like, you know, untainted. 
Sure. But it's funny, he came out, the last show of, of mine that he came out to, we were playing in uh, Newport, Kentucky, and he came out, and uh, I, I think I offered him, like, water or something. He's like, no, no, no. He, like, he, he won't drink water. And then he got hungry, and he, he had in his car with him a, a jug of, the, of his milk with the eggs already in it and the, and the honey already in it, just ready to go. He's like, he calls them his milkshakes. Uh-huh. And so he just went out there and pounded his, his milkshake, and he was good. Chewing off a steak real quick. Yeah, yeah. He literally just like like raw steak, raw deer steak, you know, like like he'll just eat that shit. I mean, I sit here and think, oh, that sounds crazy. But I mean, aren't we the ones eating like suicidally hot chicken and chugging friggin' the most unhealthy soda possible? I mean, what do I know? I guess the, everybody's got their, their way, you know. Yeah, whatever keeps the heart pumping. That's right. Um, yeah, because of Phil, dude, I, I actually, I, I've pushed the limits cause I've always liked rare steak, but man, my steaks have gotten pretty insanely rare at this point. <laughs> like I'll just, I'll just, you know, the, the, the two sides and for a little flavor that, yeah, just, just to get a little crust on it. But then the inside is just like purple and, and, uh, usually oh. freaks people out but it's it's good like that yeah i'll do a good rare steak overcooking a steak is like blasphemous you yeah know? like what's the point of even having it yeah it's yeah. it's you're not supposed to do that insult yep yeah it's it it actually pisses pisses people off I, i've 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 been eating with people at a restaurant where they ordered their steak you know well done and and you could just see the waiter's eyes just like furious, you know. At like a nice steakhouse. It's like, yeah, why you even come here. Exactly. Man. These comments are flying tonight. Yeah. I dated a gal that ate it cold in the middle. Hmm. There we go. In the middle, that sounds like her Bill mouth. changed me in in one week. There we go. Phil, you don't need to get on his diet. Phil's Phil's changing the world one one person at a time. He's wow. actually he's actually done more research though into that subject matter than just about anyone I know. And and my wife's a holistic health coach, so uh, I mean she you know, went to school for nutrition and diet and all that stuff. And, but Phil, Phil is just, you know, he, he dove head first into that subject matter and he knows this, he knows his shit. So you listen to some music, man. Uh, but what's a, what's a song we should show people or whatever of your, like, should we check out a song or something? Of mine? Yeah. Yeah. One of the, uh, one of the five bands you're in. Yeah. Bottom of a bottle. Don't put that in the mix. Come on now. Why? You you sad about those gold records behind you? <laughs> Dude. I'm so embarrassed with all these gold records. I don't know. <laughs> don't just don't do that to me. That's all. It ha- have you actually put out a, a record with the Life Project or are you guys 
Um, so they have two EPs out before I came in and then the latest single that's out there with a video I'm on. And then this next one, we're looking to do about eight songs or so. Um, we've already kind of recorded it. It's already kind of done, but we kind of want to go back and do some different stuff to it. So I don't know how involved we're going to get back into it, but, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's going to be a full band effort on this next one. Originally it was just my girl and Josh kind of Josh wrote all the music and then she came in and sang on it and offered up some melodies. But, uh, now it's kind of a band, uh, effort. And I mean, I'm just really contributing bass lines. You know, I'm not like writing any riffs really per se, but, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, definitely is a little more organic, but, uh, it's different, man. It's fun. It's, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to go into a different mindset when you switch the, the musical styles a little bit. And that's always fun. Right. It makes you think a little different. Are you, are you, you guys are tracking in, uh, in Des Moines, right? Uh, yeah, well we were tracking, um, or in Florida too. No, she, uh, Cassandra was doing something with her band Paralandra down there. They're working with, uh, Elvis Basquette down there. Uh, oh that's right that's right so uh but yeah man i mean we're always working somewhere you know but uh it's fun to see all these crazy studios and to uh work with people that have uh you know worked with other major bands and just hear stories of like you know i'm here sitting here telling tantric stories like they're crazy but you know all these bands that we play with you know they all have them you know and uh oh yeah it's cool to hear it from an outside perspective absolutely but yeah, I mean, uh, as far as playing music, you can play anything, um, you know. Uh, what's, what's, any a song, what's a song that we, or music, what's a cool music video that you're a part of that we can look up? Uh, the last couple Tantric videos were cool. Uh, tantric Walk That Way or uh, the Tantric Angry video is pretty cool. But the Walk That Way one came out pretty nice. You grab that, can be like the Walk That Way by uh, Tantric on like YouTube or some shit? Just censor me out. What do you mean? uh but yeah man whatever just play sean i mean whatever no one yeah. me. i just play bass i don't even play i play one string and occasionally a couple notes on that string <laughs> well don't, don't tell them the secret yeah yeah but arts yeah. let's turn on the fan and lip sync <laughs> it's all about the fan that's right it was oh you have this fan for your hair i'm like dude it's not for my freaking hair it's so annoying but i mean whatever you can't convince the masses Dude, thanks again for helping me out with my bass tone. By the way, of course, I nice still time. have the uh, I still have the the settings that you helped me dial in in Denver, all marked with Sharpie on the nice on the old Mark bass amp, and it's rocking. Yeah, dude, it was thick last time we were together. For for being what it is, you know, yeah. it's, it's obviously not a a, a bass, but it's uh, dude, you got to blend, man. It's all about the blend, and uh, yeah, I think, you know, once you get that, and it doesn't really matter. It just sounds full. Oh, here we go. Wait, I'm killing the ad, but... Where do you get that shirt? Fine, now. What we got going on here? Oh, man.
want to not have to hear it like you know i should spend more time writing a better part or you know whatever it's just like i try to be done with it once i'm done with it and move on and it's hard it's hard that's that's the best way to go you you hear it so much in the uh the tracking process and the mix process and all that it's like like you said by the time it comes out it's bye bye yeah funny you said you want to see bottom of the bottle too no, dude. My small be so uh too. That was let's see what that means like. What that's like uh oh yeah. At least you can play something different. Like what? Anything but that. Anything but that? Dude, we were filming that video you were just playing in uh Cincinnati at this place. It was like kinda in the hood. And uh, you know, it's all dark in these like caverns and you got the spotlights on and we're like in between takes. And all of a sudden, we're, you know, we're waiting on Hugo to get there. He's like, oh, I got a friend coming, you know. <laughs> so all of a sudden, you just see this silhouette coming from behind the spotlights towards us. And it's like, it looks like uh, somebody dressed up for Halloween. Like, <laughs> you, just like something's not right. And it was like this girl, I swear, dude, like, if she wasn't a prostitute, she was like, done up as one for Halloween. Yet, you know, it's in the middle of the summertime. And this girl's hair, she had this like weave on that was like half sideways. Like her lip was like dripping. Like, dude, it was horrible. Speaking and, uh, of silhouettes, uh, this next song. Yeah, fired up. Is, uh, Cincinnati, dude. Yeah, only the finest. Yeah. So you're playing the silhouettes video now? It was worth it though, I think. It was like, uh, <laughs> you look so fucking nervous watching that. Oh god, dude, it's painful, you know. Why is that pain? That fucking saw rules. Both well, those saw those. Both those videos were dope. Like, you guys are both like, oh my god. Well, it's it's what it's what we just talked about. You know, it's like you you're your own worst critic always. Oh shit! Oh, I get what you're saying. So like that all turned on your head. Like, yeah, yeah. Because both of like, you were like that. Those were both like dope videos. Like it wasn't like it wasn't like some bullshit. I, mean, I think everybody the kind of aspires that professional videos. Like professional videos. It's like when people you're at a party or something, they're like, "Oh, you're in a band. Like, what's your band called?" And then they want to put it on, or like, you know, you're at a family event. And they're like, oh, "Let's listen to your band," and you're just like all sitting around, just like on the spot. It's like I don't want to hear this. You just want to like shrink into a corner and fucking yeah. evaporate. That's me. okay. Yeah, no, people do that to me too. When I'm like high or something. I just want to sit somewhere and they're like, "Oh, tell like they'll bring up some crazy story." No, I get what you're saying. That's yeah, one way to make me squirm for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I can see what you're saying about that. Yeah, I saw. Okay, yeah, I saw. I wasn't trying to do all that. I was like. I saw those were like, you guys are like legends, man. So it's like, we'll just put like fucking, I don't know, it's going to show people that stuff. You know? I mean, that's whatever, you know, it's just what we do. It's like, how many times you want to hear it? You know, you do it all day long over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're both probably proud of our, our work, but yeah, you know, it doesn't mean you want to uh, be forced to consume it again. Well, seeing you guys nervous was for my entertainment. So uh, <laughs> I, I know you're doing that just to fuck with me. I know you well enough at this point. Yeah, I had I had to just see what was going on, like. Um, but no, congrats! And this song, I mean, you guys are fucking. I mean, congrats! I'm killing it, man. Like a lot of people like daydream about like, the kind of shit you guys, you know, cool tours coming up and stuff. Like, uh, hey, you're the one that just played did a, a show in Maui. But prove it. Prove it. Pictures on the internet. <laughs> it's on the internet. It is on the internet. Yeah, no, yeah. Why it was cool. It was just like fucking. I never want to go again. But it was, a, yeah, it was like, uh, I don't know. It was far, but it's cool. You ever played in Hawaii, Jaron? No, I've never even been. I'd love to go. Nice place to visit. I never, I never played there. 
Yeah, it's a it was an amazing opportunity. I mean, I'm not gonna act like it wasn't. But it but it was it's just like a lot of you know, just a lot. Yeah, it's oh. beautiful. I would love to play there. And another place I want to play is Alaska, which like doesn't seem to be too far fetched of an idea. A lot of these bands that we play with are doing it, but it's just uh for some reason we haven't gotten up there. Wow. Different different side of the coin for sure. Yeah, that'd be cool too, man. Like I play I play I mean, I, I'm doing mostly like kind of only United States for like until like fucking like this like season everybody spends money, you know. Yeah. I, I feel like it's just like March to like August and then like everything else isn't fun. You know, after, after that, it's just like, I don't want to do this. You know, it's like after August, I'm just like, I just want to fucking get fat and eat snacks and all the holidays are coming right now. It's like every January through March, I'm, I literally go through this like crisis where I'm like, oh my God, am I going to have to get a real job? Like I, I have no gigs. What am I going to do with myself? And then I remember every yeah. year it's the same thing. It's like, you know, I'm just so, alone. so that's funny you said that because I've never heard anybody else say it. I agreed. I do that totally. totally. Yeah, I feel like I just tour like like this month to like until like August I'm booked out, and then like after that I'm just like nothing. So it's like I mean, that's how we spend money too. Everything after August is all for Christmas. Everything's like Christmas money, and then everybody's broke from Christmas because they all fucking spend all this stupid money to impress people. And then, and then they work in three months. Yeah, yeah, and then they broke or something, and then they're fucking like and then they get the tax returns in March, and then they're spending money again. Yeah, like on that check from all of last year's shows that nobody ever got paid for. Oh shit, that sounds personal. Nah, it's just a joke. Sounds like sounds like you've been through. No, when I was a promoter, nobody paid me a lot. But like as a comedian, everybody's like happy to like pay me. It seems like I mean, I feel like when I, when I should promote shows, everybody was like, yeah, like my twenties, I was like, just like everybody tried to rip me off. The bar owner always be like, yeah, I don't know, why. I said I'd pay you, but uh, you know, why should I pay you? You weren't yeah, be funny. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't never said I'd be funny. You know, like it's a not, not part of the agreement. You know, it's just like <laughs> I just said, you said I, you'd be your act. Yeah, I'd be there. I'd be there for thirty to forty minutes talking to the microphone, you know. But you know, it's yeah, no, it's like uh, they is it? I feel like as a comedian, they pay, they pay you like they they actually like that's all. Sean freaked like, tell me freaked out stories about that sometimes too. He's like, you said that's why you like use a booking agent to like make sure you get return and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like they always just want to drink with me and shit. It's like weird. I feel like you know, that book like bar and grill is not like fucking comedy, but I'm not like doing like actual shit because like I feel like that shit sucks. Hey man, money's money. You know, whoever's paying. Bars are more fun. Now. I, that's what I'm saying. Like when they're, they're talking about the, like the small shit. That shit's like fun as fuck. I don't care. You know, it's like not, like not every show has to be like you know. I always prefer a good dive or a, you know a shitty place. It's like the energy in there is just a little different. It is, and like you have to make them as a music as a musician. Like pretty much, pretty, I feel like if you guys go to a bar, you play your set, people love it no matter what. Like a comedian, if like make them pay attention, if like if to make them not look at their fucking phone with a microphone. I love that art. You know, I love that art of just being like. Being like, be more interesting than their phone. Their phone is everything. You know, yeah, be thing. more interesting than their phone. Yeah. That's the game, right? That is. And it's like, I, I love that challenge in a bar. As a comedy club, you just stand there. Like anyone can do comedy in a comedy club. It's just like you stand there, you say like two things, everybody laughs nervously because the light's only on you. And it's all, I mean, you, you can rely off nervous laughter for 30 minutes, literally, in a comedy club. And it's just talentless bullshit. You know, it's like, a, it's always like, it's talent. I feel like, I'm not trying to be dick, but I feel like that. You know? I'm not trying to be rude. People, you know, I'm sure there's people that aren't. You know, Dude, I, I know the uh, I know the try and be more interesting than their phone game. It at least at least when you're playing in a hard rock band, you're too loud for them to hear their phone. But I've done enough. I've done enough acoustic tours. I've done a, I've done several just acoustic only tours without drums at all. That it's like they can they can like turn their phone up and kind of hear it still. So you're definitely fighting for that attention. That's a, that's a rough game. The clicking of the text. Yeah. They're just like, uh... no, and, you know, true. you're, 
you're not that loud. You can kind of hear it too. And uh, what is Sean's net worth? <laughs> I don't know this guy. Not much. Rock stars. It's like how to kill Everyone, everyone's got five mil on Google. So you know, if anybody ever asks, just say, "Yeah, look me up on Google." That's right. Secret. Dude, we should look up your guys' net worth now. That's funny. Like we should. Look up- <laughs> oh, it's so spot on. Yeah, we should see. If, we should see if they're real. Yeah. I like it in concept, but not in like execution. Yeah, I'm the Google stuff. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're sputtering out now. I, I should probably get get going as well. Yeah, sure. Um, if you guys if you guys feel we're in a good place to wrap it up. Yeah, whatever, man. I'm always uh, you know just happy to be here and hanging. So I appreciate you guys inviting me on. But thanks for yeah, thanks for doing this, man. Absolutely, thanks for being here, man. It's been a a good conversation as always. Yep. Hoping uh, we could share some uh, some hot chicken soon. Absolutely, yeah. I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll bump into each other out there on the road one of these days. I'll make sure I get my uh, you know uh, billboard up in Missouri so that uh, I can get all the comedy at my uh, New York barbecue spot. <laughs> That's right. Hell yeah! If you can hold it down. Yeah, if you guys come to Missouri, let me know. I fucking check out this show, man. Like, uh, if you guys ever come to God's favorite state? Uh, well, it sounds like you two aren't too far apart most of the you're time. I mean. Are you in? Oh, you're in Springfield, aren't you? I'm in St. Louis. Yeah, yeah, most of the time, but I'm everywhere. Like I was just like, at a Diamond like a month ago. Diamond Musical. Yeah. Okay, in St. Peter's. I grew. That's close to where I grew up. I grew up in O'Fallon, the city over from that. But uh, yeah, no, I, I live in St. Louis. I like living in the ghetto. Where I can drive fast and like nobody pulls me over and shit. Yeah. Nice. So, like, uh, so I'm in the in the ghetto currently. Living it. But yeah, exactly. Try, try not to spend money, you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no. Um, if you guys ever slum it, come to St. Louis and play. Will so, do, yeah. man. Get to be in touch. Spark one up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I uh, thank you, uh, anyone watching this. I pre- I don't know why anyone watches my show, but I thank you very much for doing it. Like, uh, it's probably for the guests and uh, the co-hosts. Probably, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Congratulations on uh, Rockstars on the show. And th- thanks for watching. Seriously. Uh, I still have no idea how anyone watches this, but um, we can get out of here, I guess. Like, uh, we have, we have a new producer too. If I didn't, if I didn't say that to people, uh, thanks, Cody. Cody's producing the show. Hi, thank you, sir. Let's pull up this picture. He, <laughs> it was a fun one. It was good, guys. Uh, you have to excuse my mess. I live in my kid's basement. So those aren't your uh, your 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 donkey scooters behind you. <laughs> <laughs> Only when the oil comes out. Nice, nice, dude. I, I have the same thing going on, my yeah. like, out there. You know, my my kids got her her shit everywhere, so I I get it. She's got like a snail yeah, car, and and uh, we were able to drag in from outside. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, if you'd like to, you guys have a good night. You too, you too, guys. Pleasure, pleasure to see yeah, all of you, and uh. I'm sure we'll all speak soon. Yes, sir. Peace. Later, guys.